where the opening should be Natalie with the ukulele. Right. There should be like a little do 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 Yeah. Anyway. And then we just say, hey, guys, welcome back. Hey, well, we the, do we do that? Hey, well, welcome back. Well, welcome. Whatever. See, this is At- like, I'm going to need a, a semi script going forward. Okay. I'm going to need okay. to do a better job. Okay. I bet, I bet we could build a template. That's what I need. I just need a template. Yep. Um, so we like, right, the intro, like, hey, welcome back. Um, yeah. So yep. you, I'll let you start then. I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you be the. Oh, no. The, my intro, me. my intro was totally going to be like, I'll see what Mike says and then I'll respond in kind. Oh, okay. Well, that would sound pretty good. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, we would say welcome back, but this is the first podcast that we've done this is uh, mike and tammy with uh, flyover logic where we talk about the events in of the day and try to apply some midwestern uh purview purview not purview what am i looking for midwestern what perspective midwestern perspective uh i don't know is that something that we see that part we should probably write yep yeah i think i did write it it's in the description yeah (laughs) (laughs) so read the description and then now you'll know why you're here yeah <laughs> um so this okay so we so in i love this of, so much isn't this the best so speaking of introducing ourselves so um i was i would like to say hey tammy tell us a little bit about yourself wait but my introduction was going to be i'll see what mike says and then i'll do oh, yeah something. but i was just i was just going to interview you <laughs> okay um i like i like that that's fine well we could otherwise the the, let's see what other way we could go about it nope Um, that sounds great what do you want to know well what what the why why are you who basically okay for yeah i want to know everything (laughs) i want to know all the things this is why podcasts are three hours long um (laughs) no just like if someone if somebody was listening to this and they didn't already know who we were just like a tiny little, like, who are you right now? We don't need a long bio about where you came from or anything nope. like that. But like, who mm-hmm. are, who are you, Tammy? Oh, well, that's such a big question. Oh. Um, no. Um, so just born and raised in rural Minnesota. And um, I now teach sociology for a local chain of community colleges or a local, what do you even call that? A local. That's a regional. It's a it's regional. A, yeah, for a number state, of campuses. It's a statewide um, deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm here because I love having a safe place to talk about all of the things, kind of bluntly. All, all of the things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> how well, about you? Well, thanks. Welcome, Tammy. How, how about me? Uh, my name is Mike. I also am uh, born and raised in relative rural Minnesota. Um, and I, oh, let's see, what would I say? Uh, I actually am a high school social studies teacher by training, but only did that for a couple of years. And now for the last 15 years have been a small business owner. Uh, and I'm married and have four wonderful children. How's Ooh, that? Yeah. Yeah. You didn't also, even tell you, you don't, people don't even know you're like, just, <laughs> you're a spinster. Also uh, married and have some kids. <laughs> Good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably also <laughs> important to point out married to other people. Yeah. Yeah. I only have yeah. three kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cause that would be also awkward if I had four and you had three. Right. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I am also here because I love to talk about pretty much everything and I find almost everything interesting. And, 
yeah. And I, I didn't know, I don't think I needed a safe space, but I definitely needed a, uh, a, an outlet. An outlet. Yep. Mm-hmm. Would probably be a good, uh, good description. And it probably would be good to, to mention like, how long have we known each other? Um, <laughs> okay. It's got a, we, at least we'll call it 10. Let's call it 10 years. Yeah. About 10 ish years, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe more. Um, we are not from originally from the same town. Um, so we didn't know each other like in high school or college or anything like that. Right. Um, and we are, we have crossover friends groups and, uh, my wife and Tammy are very good friends. Um, and so we've been increasingly involved in each other's lives probably over the last 10 years, really, really like in the last five, would you say five? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and most of the time when we get together in medium or maybe largest groups, uh, we end up talking about politics or, uh, other hot button issues while everybody else is trying to avoid, uh, (laughs) avoid the area. Yes. (laughs) Um, yeah, that's a little bit of a background. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. so there you go. That's all I got for now. That's good. I like it. Okay. Uh, so you teach sociology. I, I own a cabinet shop and yeah. uh, we, we live in Midwestern Minnesota. And it, I, it has to be said, I think, right, that the impetus, interestingly, uh, I, I would say the impetus for this podcast would, I would put the roots in it in, in the election. Mm-hmm. Um, because that really over the last 12 months for sure. And then the last like six months, was where most of our conversations went. And we, we kind of fell into a, a really cool conversation with a number of people where, where, as you described it, right, it was, it was a safe space to discuss the issues and kind of challenge each other and wrestle with each other with ideas mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And uh, we had so much fun that we kept doing it. Uh, but now it's, <laughs> well, but the two of us were the ones with the most words, I think. Would that be correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So that that being said, this whole COVID-19 pandemic t- turnover, upset, whatever it is, is really what flipped us because now we're texting back and forth all the time and sending articles back and forth all the time. Right. Uh, it, I mean, is that summarized or do you have some more to add? No, I think that's good. Yeah. That's not going to work very good, though, if you just disagree uh, <laughs> with me every time. No, I think, as I, I mansplain my way through the next 20 no, minutes, I won't, I won't let you do that. Um, no, I think it was just really funny because my husband um, is on one of those group texts where we talk politics and said to me last night that he was like, I thought about saying something funny about how like I'm the kid at the edge of the cafeteria table that never really joins the conversation. Um, <laughs> <but> he <laughs> refrained. He's like, this is basically just you and Mike talking back and forth. Nobody else is really responding. <laughs> We're trying to leave it open for you. <laughs> we're, we're trying to, I, and I like to think that some people in the group um, appreciate, they like to watch from the outside. And uh, my wife would be one of them who would say, if I had something to say, I would, uh, but I don't, <laughs> but I'm not going <laughs> to, not going to add to it. That's really funny. Um, uh, yeah. I don't, I remember now some of my questions I was going to ask you that I never wrote down. Um, and I was going to ask you, because I've been thinking about this a lot lately, particularly because of this, uh, without being too uh, 
without saying like, this is what I believe about all the things, what would you say are like, is like a brief um, summarization of how you arrived to be at the place politically uh, and maybe other ways, but mostly politically that you are today? Like what were the things that kind of formed your, how you look at things? Yeah, super interesting um, question. I think everybody should really maybe dig into that question. Um, for me, I was born in, into and raised in a church that um, kind of preached politics from the pulpit. Um, they handed out voter guides. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, so I was definitely um, one, of, one of these like far into that conservative um, camp growing up. And then um, I majored in sociology in college and I had a professor who really challenged me to start thinking about why I believe the way I believe um, about, about social issues. It wasn't about faith at all. um, Just really about more of the social aspect. Um, And I would, you know, go toe to toe with him, um, like just super staunchly defending my upbringing, you know, the stance that I had bought into. Um, but we got married in college and we lived in a very red state um, and discovered that we could not get healthcare um, as poor college students. But if we had lived on the other side of the river in a purplish bluish state, we could get healthcare for free. And I was like, wait a minute. Um, and that was, that was really the catalyst that got us to start thinking about like um, really what do we actually believe should be important in terms of social policy and um, kind of political views. And so just really started digging into it from there. Um, And then I guess, yeah, I've gone through my undergrad in sociology, went through a master's program um, to get a sociology degree as well. And I think just seeing the world from that perspective has kind of firmly planted me where I am. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that... That, that makes sense. How about cool. you? Um, I'm super curious about your journey, just because I know that it's evolved a little bit more recently than mine. <laughs> more, okay, mine, more recently. Got it. <laughs> yeah, mine, mine evolved, you know, a, a while ago. It's probably been, it's close to 20 years now, but I know that you're, you've kind of been more evolving more recently. I'm a late bloomer, I guess. Yeah. Say. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, so I've been so I've been trying to reflect on that. So like again, I'm trying to be short about it. But I have always been um, from a very young age. At young age, I was very into politics. I loved current events. I read the newspaper. Like when Newsweek came out every week, I thought I was like so excited. Um, <laughs> back back when we were in middle school, uh, that's when they had uh, they came out with Channel One. If anybody ever remembers that, yeah, where we had ten minutes of uh, like a news broadcast in the morning before, and that was like the highlight of my day. Um, awesome. Yeah, and like in high school, we had current events on Fridays in so- social studies class, and and uh, Andrew, a friend of mine, and I just dominate. We were not allowed to be on the same team <laughs> because we would just cream everybody. Um, so you were paying attention, right? Because Mm -hmm. it was, it's not exactly hard if you're paying attention. Um, Mm -hmm. so I've always had that bent. Um, I would also say that I grew up in a, I will say I grew up in a mixed family in terms of political views, one parent more conservative and another, uh, more liberal for lack of better descriptions. Mm -hmm. Um, and I always, the conservative, the way I understood conservative anyway during that time resonated with me 
Um, and yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's kind of where I started. And then over the course of my voting career, which would be probably the last 20 years, right? Uh, yeah, about 20, 20 some years, um, have just been, the way I've described it, I've, I have been continually disappointed in the Republican Party specifically um, because they don't, in my view, my experience anyway, that the things that they espoused that they were for, they didn't follow through with, if mm -hmm. that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. um, whether it's, you know, controlling spending or deficits or, uh, you know, shrinking the federal government's power or what, you know, what take your pick when, as soon as you're in the driver's seat, like a lot of that goes out the window. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as my, uh, I am also a, a Christian and as my faith has grown and I've, I've dug into that kind of stuff and traveled and, and you get exposed to other things. Um, yeah. Just questioning. I've always been, so the parallel to me, is in my like I always liked uh, this kind of stuff is that I was always interested in the why I always wanted to know why mm -hmm. and even to like ridiculous things where my dad would get annoyed because we would he would take me as a kid to to the twins game in the Metrodome and I hardly watched the game at all and all I was doing was thinking looking around and thinking like I wonder how they heat this place I wonder how much it costs to heat it do they use gas? How does the roof stay up? Like, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. So anyway, that's, I don't know if that really answers the question um, about where, how I got to be where I am. I, mm -hmm. It's not probably satisfying to you. There's got to be some holes in there that you're wondering about. I, I think I would definitely like to um, hear a little more about that, but probably we'll get into that. I'm sure. <laughs> probably, probably yeah. we'll get into that. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing I will mention, though, because this was this, something on my mind really recently is speaking with another friend of mine about the stuff that's going on in the world and whatever. And and uh, they were trying to understand, basically, their, their reaction to things in general is, is, was anger. They were just really mad about everything. Um, and they were trying to figure out why, which is a great question to ask. Mm -hmm. um, and they came from a... a you know they they're trying to figure out what the conclusion is like why when it comes to government or whatever it is why do they respond in this way or that way and so i was thinking about it in my own self and ironically i think what had a huge impact on me is in middle school and high school my favorite book series were tom clancy novels oh interesting right so you know tom clancy novels i mean jack ryan and, yeah have you read any of them um no my big fan of the show though okay yeah, yeah, I don't like the show. Uh, <laughs> Shoot, and, and I'll and I'll tell you why because it's part of the the story. But like, in the in the world of Jack Ryan and uh, these Tom Clancy books, uh, there are lots of bad actors. There's there are bad people. There are there are like conniving, cheating, slimy politicians. There, you know, there's all kinds of like the typical like kind of bad actors. Mm -hmm. But also in this world, which I loved, the government, the military, the CIA is also populated with a whole bunch of people who really are good and like yeah. and, and care and are trying to make things better and they're trying to do the right thing. And, you know, mm -hmm. um, 
And so like, I think if I'm honest, that it's kind of, you know, that fictional narrative I have applied to my worldview when I look at the government. Yes. I think the government's messed up in lots of different ways. There's all kinds of horrible politicians and whatever it is. Right. But I, I genuinely believe that most of the people are not that way, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I thought that was like, for me, it was like kind of a big epiphany. I'm like, why is it that I'm like, why do I think, you know, the best, you know, try to try to think the best of people and whatever, but so that's That's really good. And I think that's a really good balance because um, I'm probably even a little bit more cynical than, than (laughs) you are. (laughs) Um, And so I think that's really good just to keep in mind, like when you, when you read books like that, or when you see, you know, see that kind of thing put into some sort of movie or TV show, whatever. Um, there really are those people out there who genuinely care and they're not in it for, you know, lobbying dollars or whatever. Like they actually are there because they want to serve their country. They believe in this country um, and that in the system that it was set upon, you know, so I, I think that's so true and good to remember. Yeah. The, the, the other part of that too is like, the longer I'm around, I mean, we're not, we're not wise old sages yet, but we're not um, in at college anymore either. Uh, right. Is the more I know about myself and the more I know about other people is that there are very, very few people who are all of one thing. Right. Um, there are really good people who do really bad things. And mm-hmm. there are really bad people who occasionally do really honorable things. And mm-hmm. so I try to keep that in my brain particularly when it comes to motive, like, I think that that's a problem in our discourse. Yeah. Is that every, if, if you do something I don't agree with, um, or you, you must be shady, right. If, if you support a policy, I don't agree with, there's a, there is a shady motive. There's an yep. evil motive. There's yep. not, you know, and, uh, the word I, I mean, it's kind of, it's a Bible word, whatever, but grace is the thing that I try to remember and I try to apply to as much as possible to people like give them like give them which benefit of the doubt I guess you could call it that yeah but, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's hard it's hard it's very, very hard. much but that's good it's, it's way more easy and more fun way more easy it's way more easy it's way more fun to just <laughs> hate people um, oh for sure yeah. <laughs> way easier <laughs> way easier oh anyway so yeah. there we go so that's a little bit now what now what well, um, so one of the segments, if you will, that we talked about doing um, was what is your like WTF moment from this week? And oh, I just yeah. really would love to hear what is making you scratch your head. I'm yeah. going to I'm going to make you answer that first. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But yes, uh, W right, WTF something this uh, week or day or whatever it is that uh, that just made you stop and go what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So this one was really tough for me because I feel like there's been two or three things at least every day um, <laughs> that I've been like, are you kidding me? Um, and just really like somebody needs a face palm, you know, um, or a chair to the face or whatever. Um, a but- chair to the face. I like it. I'm going to write yes. that down. Chair to the face. Yes. Um, but the one that I picked to bring up for you um, was protests that took place. Um, an image circulated yesterday from Ohio, mm. and um, these protesters had gathered there um, 
just kind of rebelling against the stay-at-home order. They wanted the governor to call that off. Um, they were, this picture um, was a whole group of people smashed up against a window. It looked like Black Friday shopping when the doors are about to open, like they were just jammed right up against the glass um, and therefore right up against each other also. No masks yeah. on, you know, no social distancing, whatever. Um, and I just <laughs> like stop peeing in my pool. I just, I just <laughs> like, what is it about this that you're not getting? Um, anyway, yes, that was my biggest, what the fuck yesterday, um, seeing that happen. And then, um, this morning, like as a follow-up where Trump was tweeting, you know, liberate Minnesota, liberate, right. he was going through this list of states. Like he got to almost all of them, I think, um, the ones that had stay at home orders, and he mentioned the Second Amendment in one of them. And I just think these protests are going to turn violent. Um, it was amazing to me, you know, as, as worked up as these people were yesterday, it was amazing that there wasn't violence there. But um, I think that's coming. And then you have this whole group of people who's been going around unprotected, now entering, you know, our healthcare facilities and whatever. Yeah, it's just going to it's going to be a mess. So, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Hmm. WTF. So, uh, so my, I wonder, so we're going to have to, are we going to do, we will have to do it this way. We're going to do like, so then there's some response, right? Yeah, um, sure. yeah. well, uh, I'll do two. Well, you did two things. So I will respond, try to respond to two of them. Yeah. The protest <laughs> thing, which like, cause now there's some more, you know, more States that are trying to organize some stuff. Um, a couple of my thoughts on that. And this is, I don't, I do not hate the, uh, What's that called? The media. I'm not a media. Yeah. I, I love the media. Okay. Um, yeah. I think media is great. I think there's lots of horrible media, but like, um, I don't, I'm not a fake news person or whatever. Yep. But like, there's, so like the protests in Ohio, a couple of things that I would like to point out is like the people who organize those protests specifically requested, like our protest is going to be cars. And we are going to go honk and park in front of the place. And we are not to get out of our vehicles. And then you have a handful of people, not a handful. It was a pretty good sized people, but of the 700 people that showed up or whatever it is, it was a small fraction of the people yeah. who, who did the thing. And then of course, all we see is not all we see, but the thing that gets talked about and picked up are these yahoos that are. Yeah. So I totally agree with you people. Like it, it's one, but I also am like, it's one thing to, to, to disregard all of our social distancing or whatever it is it's another thing to like you can protest that's fine I think yeah. that's legit especially if you're gonna do it in a way that still conforms to the law which is, you would expect that with any protest right yep right so anyway very true show us the whole picture show us the right yeah and that I that's a I think it would still probably piss me off just as much like seeing girls <laughs> happening sure. I mean like if they had all stayed in their cars, then that's great. You're right. using your freedom of speech and you're, you know, expressing that appropriately for the moment. But um, yeah, the group kind of ruined it for everyone, right? Stop yeah. peeing in the pool. Totally <laughs> peeing, peeing in the pool. Yeah. Uh, anyway. And then uh, what was your other one? It was a uh, gun. Uh... Oh, I just, I, it just Trump's like tweets oh, this morning yeah. about liberating it kind of fit into that. I thought. Uh, I keep saying that I'm, I am astonished that I keep being, surprised <laughs> yes. or astonished or whatever um so it's true. also like uh, with uh, what a trump uh, um, <laughs> i don't understand and this is something here this is a criticism i have about the media is like 
I don't understand. I mean, I understand that the president of the United States, you know, as the office. So when he does things or says things that they're newsworthy, they are going to go down in history books. They will be recorded in the library of Congress, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, But stop covering it. Yeah. Like it, he's so all over the board that like, it's sort of like, why bother? Just, was it yesterday? It was just yesterday that at the end of the day, they rolled out their like guidelines to reopening, you know? Yeah. Yep. And then the next morning he's like, liberate, liberate. Like, I'm like, you just gave them the rule book. Yep. And none of them can follow any of the rules that you gave them yet. And it was just that that whole process was super interesting because earlier this week he said, I have total control. It's all on me. I get to choose. And then yesterday, like, here's the rules and states are in charge. Like, I'm going to deflect responsibility. And then today, yeah, liberate this. Like, oh, it's just all over. It It is all over. And I yeah. feel like we, I think that we as a, generally as a country, like a populace maybe, and, and the media have adapted quite a bit to like how we interpret and intake mm-hmm. his, him, uh, but also still are continuing to try to overlay some sort of like historical norm, like right. as if what he says at any given moment is actually what he's going to do or what right. he's thinking <laughs> or whatever. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's when he's the well, what, well, how did he phrase it? I have not I have all the power. I don't have it in front of me. But yes, his, his remarks of his total authority. Yes. Yep. Um, and then yes, then the next day handing out like, well, I guess it's really actually up to you. So um, here's an idea. And mm-hmm. then yes, yeah, uh, I don't understand. And I that carried my criticism carries over to these these uh news these news conferences press conferences they're doing every day yeah okay on one hand i'm gonna say props to trump for getting in front of the the podium like he never does that like Mm -hmm. yeah he's been in they've had more press briefings in the last three weeks than they did in the first three years of their yeah uh, presidency yep so yay Uh, but also like after the second or third one (laughs) just don't ask him any more questions yeah there's other people in the room who have the answers that you want. Yeah. They are going to correct him either in that room or as soon as they leave the room. So just skip them. Anyway. That would make much more sense. Wouldn't it be? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's just going to say something. He's, they're going to ask the president something. He's going to make a statement. And then F- Fauci, is that Fauci? Yeah. yeah. Fauci's going to hop up and go, um, you know, no, that's not actually scientifically accurate. We're not going to do yeah. that. And then, and then Trump just stands there and sort of nods. Like, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So how about you? What made you scratch your head this week? Oh, I don't, I, I, so many things and I, I feel bad because I didn't write one down. So I don't have, I don't <laughs> have. hard to choose. It is hard to choose. <laughs> I hear you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't. I have oh, crap. <laughs> Bad host. We might have to come no. back to that. You'll be good. You'll be good. No, but uh, probably all the things you have on your list. You should have just texted me your list, and then I'd, I'd just borrow one of yours and be like, "Oh, what's what about this?" Um, um, I, I also did. You see, and maybe this is. I again, I could say like five things just from yesterday, but. Um, Dr. Oz and Dr. Phil brought on as experts for Fox News. Did you... <laughs> no, no, I didn't. So, <laughs> no, I didn't. This would, this would be, I think it's a good time to point out that we have noticed that um, despite our similarities, we have different <laughs> internets. I yes. did not see anything about Dr. Oz. 
no so do tell <laughs> well so i didn't i didn't um i didn't click on the dr phil story because after i read about dr oz and then i saw that they had also then brought on dr phil and i was like wait a minute he's not actually a doctor like um anyway. <laughs> but <laughs> dr oz um is now getting all kinds of fallout because yesterday on fox news he suggested reopening schools because the mortality like you might lose two to three percent but you know it's getting things back open and like um did you really just say that like send our kids back because we might just lose two to three percent of our kid you know uh, anyway um wow yeah yeah so but just like these quote-unquote medical experts um like probably aren't the people we should be listening to Huh. Well, the, those ones, but some of them, that, that's the trick, right? Is to filter out which ones you should listen to. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And like, uh, so, 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 uh, but then you threw, I mean, you threw out two or 3%, you know, that's something that you and I talk about a lot, I think, uh, about this COVID thing is, is like, what is the reality? Of, what is the danger, right? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and um, I was looking at Minnesota's statistics from, so far or whatever and the reality is in minnesota anyway so far as the recorded cases have come in that like the mortality rate for for minnesotans below 50 years old which includes the kids is Mm -hmm. like 0.001 percent so like one percent of one percent it's it's not two to three and like i mean uh but anyway like trying to figure those things out because as soon as you leave the 50 year old and that would be a good thing to have in front of me but like in minnesota according to our state then it starts to jump pretty fast then you go to like a one percent mortality rate and then from like 60 to 70 goes up to three or four percent right and then above 70 it's like 12 yeah so like if you're over 70 you should really really be taking it seriously Mm-hmm. I mean, we should all take it seriously, but I mean, anyway, I don't know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. um, I, I'm going to, this is my WTF. I just pulled this out of my WTF bag. Um, <laughs> are the like contradictory, like the, I see, I do see a lot of posts, actually not a lot. I see some posts um, where people who, can't decide which uh conspiracy theory is the real deal yeah and they're not even they're not even attempting to like try to figure out like oh i wonder which one it is like Mm -hmm. one day it's china made this all up to take over the world the next day it's the democrats did it so they can take over and have martial law and then the next day like like i would have an easier time (laughs) with people if you just pick one right like (laughs) I think the WHO is owned by, uh, you know, Jack Ma and he wants to take over Amazon. So he created this whole thing to, you know, whatever. And like Bill Gates is is involved in. in Right. (laughs) So my WTF is just like, if you're going to have a conspiracy theory, just pick one, own it um, and, and run with it instead of just banging them around like, Oh, this is a good, but I, maybe that, maybe I don't, maybe I don't, uh, I don't understand how conspiracy theories work. So <laughs> maybe that's how they work. Well, it's, yeah, like a lot of just throw it all out there and see what sticks kind of thing. 
Um, but yeah, get in one camp and stay there if you're gonna if you're gonna buy that. Right. Commit fully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so normally then we're going to have like some kind of main topic for the day, which we've been all over the board right now. Um, we really have. Yeah, mm-hmm. we really have. Uh, but I would say the, my, my main topic for the day would be, uh, I, I was excited to see in Minnesota anyway. Uh, did you see that, uh, walls issued a, basically they gave guidance and permission for a whole bunch of outdoor activities. Yeah, we can go boating. We can go boating and fishing and golfing. golfing and mm-hmm. all. Yeah. So this is a, I, I don't know. I thought that was a, a really good deal, but it's, it's also, we, what's the word I was using? Un, uneven. Like everything is so uneven um, about this whole thing. Right. My, my sister lives in Wisconsin and they, yesterday their governor just extended their lockdown until May 24th. Wow. And like they closed all the state parks. Oh, wow. So not just like playgrounds and facilities, but. Right. So like you can't go to the beaches on Lake Michigan. You can't, I mean, like, so you got Wisconsin, one state over with kind of similar data, I think, right? Mm -hmm. Like in terms of size of the state, size of population, number of cases, all that kind of stuff. And then we have us over here and (laughs) and yeah, go ahead. No, this is why, like, the weird um, alliance that we announced, you know, that oh, we yeah. announced, like, just, I feel like, what was the point of that if we're all still going to just be doing our own things anyway? Um, yeah. Then you have one locking it down further and one opening it up. I don't know. Um, I do think that, like, as a morale boost, um, just yeah. saying, people were boating anyway. Um, I have friends in the cities that have already been, you know, water skiing and um, in their wetsuits. But um, people were doing that already. But just, I think, right. for a morale boost, hearing like, yep, we're still going to do ice fishing or not ice fishing. Hopefully the ice will be gone soon. Oh, um, But fishing opener and whatever, like, you know, letting people feel like they can move a, move around a bit outside, I think, is really encouraging. Yeah. 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 I I enjoyed uh, the, the list of rules that was bouncing around the social medias that you maybe saw about like what is allowed and what is not allowed it was pretty funny yeah like every Uh, rule contradicted itself right exactly like you have to stay home absolutely unless of course you have to leave uh and stay home for your health but get outside for your health yep but that's that is actually that's probably a good that's a good segue not a segue but um that's it's a corny uh way to put it but that's one of the reasons that i find myself being i'm pulled towards more of a small government or even for lack of better description libertarian type of thinking is that the more rules you put on the more loopholes there are right so Mm -hmm. like we have this new executive order allowing you to do all these things which were probably in fact allowed before but like it wasn't spelled out sure yeah and now they'll we now when you give out and then they give out a list here's the things you can do now there'll be things that aren't on that list. Can you still go out and do archery? You know, like whatever. You right. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that was good. I was happy to see that. I was reading in the Star Tribune this morning uh, about uh, uh, resort owners in, in northern Minnesota, especially. Um, and like stuff that they're doing, trying to get ready to be able to, you know, keep people distant, do remote check-ins. Um 
more cleaning and stuff like that, but they're really worried that they're not going to be able to open and their season is so short. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, one of the, you know, and everybody has got their own trade group or whatever, but this trade group estimated that if they were not allowed to open by whatever it was, the end of June or something that 150 like privately owned resorts in Minnesota will go bankrupt. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I um, we just got a note yesterday from the Bible camp that we typically send our kids to. Um, and we had been putting off registering, like, not really sure what's going to happen. Sure. Um, but that same thing, like, you know, we're working on contingency plans, we're working on, you know, if we open, you know, a few weeks later, um, and then how do we space out camps enough to be able to still get some kids here? Um, but less kids at a time or, you know, just increasing cleaning, like they're, they're putting together plans for this to hope to get some, um, some sessions out of their summer, but they're, they're already planning on doing much less. And I just think, especially in this area, um, these camps, you know, around all of our lakes are such a huge, this is, this is their economy, you know, for the summer. Right. Um, this is their livelihood. And I think, man, um, I think a lot of these places are not a lot. A few of these places at least are going to struggle to stay open after this. Yeah. No, there, I mean, there's definitely, it's going to be hard on a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's some, some of those things. Those are things that I don't necessarily think of right away. Like uh, whether it's a restaurant or whatever, if you, you know, if you're like, oh, well, if you can just, you know, make it for a couple months and then we'll reopen and then and then you can get back to normal. But if you're if you're a restaurant that's only open for 12 weeks. Yeah. Um, that's not really an option. Yep. And yeah, those are I mean, there's there are all kinds of cascading effects that we don't that are not necessarily right at the surface that you we can never anticipate. Right. Um, but it's real for lots of people. So, yep. Mm hmm. Um, so, um, I'm wondering, Mike, if for the sake of time today, since we're yeah. super chatty, um, yep. we should go to something that just doesn't suck. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was gonna, that's how we're gonna sign off on this. Hopefully is that we're going to leave, leave with a thought <laughs> or something that's that, well, that doesn't suck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at a happy note, the only thing I could come up with so far this week, honestly, and I would most of it because my day was just really exciting today so far, yeah. mm-hmm. um, is that it is finally going to be spring uh, yes. starting, I think, it's like tomorrow, but like Tuesday has a high of 60 up yes. here. And I can't tell you how much that means to me right now because mm-hmm. I am tired of cold and brown. Yep. And so... So that's what that's mine. This this coming week, it's going to be warm, and that doesn't suck. That does not suck. No, I saw um, some video of some ice moving around today already on some of these lakes, and yeah, I'm with you. That does not suck. That's great. Um, so my moment of that doesn't suck. Um, <laughs> I have really loved a lot of these different artists that are putting out like little concerts or just posting live songs, whatever on their um, social media accounts. And one that I just have really appreciated, um, Drew Holcomb and the neighbors. Um, He is like just kind of a growly classic guitar kind of guy. Um, And I don't even know how you describe his band, but he he and his wife, um, they're both musicians separately, but they have been putting together um, the kitchen covers, they call it. Um, So every night at eight o'clock, they go on social media from their kitchen and do a cover of some song. And it has been fabulous. 
Um, and they're asked, they're actually hosting like a full concert this Sunday. Um, but anyway, wow. it's, it's great music and they have covered such a wide range of songs and genres and stuff. It's been really fun. So yeah, that's been good. Doesn't suck. Yeah, that does not suck. That, yeah. that I second the motion. Um, <laughs> and, and not just them, like every, I mean, well, for us, uh, this is fun. We're doing this and this doesn't suck. And yeah. Right. It wouldn't have happened if we weren't cooped up in our houses and yes. so many, so many, many more people doing things as families or doing things as couples or putting out their, you know, uh, that's one of the, the beautiful things of, of tragedy sometimes is that it forces people to change in ways they didn't expect, but sometimes mm-hmm. they're really awesome. So, yep. yeah. Um, anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this, this was super fun, Tammy. Yeah. Um, we will work very diligently going forward to get our poop in a group <laughs> and uh, be a little bit uh, stick to the schedule, if you will. I yeah. Think that... And and you're just going to like do some editing on that front end, right? Oh yeah. 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 I'm going to get, I'm going to get really in on there and just edit a lot. Stuff. <laughs> Probably put in a lot of pictures, some cat pictures and yes. stuff, and things like that. <laughs> um, but I think, I think this is going to be fun. Yeah, this is awesome. All right. Thanks, Tammy. Thanks, everybody. And, uh,